Good morning and welcome to Crime Over Coffee. I'm one of your hosts, Abby, and today I'm going to tell you about another one of my FBI most wanted cases. Part of our mini Monday series will include episodes about fugitives on the FBI most wanted list. Today, I'm going to share with you the information about Alexis Flores and why he is on this list. So pour yourself a strong cup of joe and let's dive in. The FBI created the FBI Most Wanted list in March of 1950. This list features fugitives who are considered a risk to society. The goal of this list is to raise public awareness about certain cases which could lead to the capture of these high-risk fugitives. A committee of agents from 56 field offices choose fugitives to be highlighted on the FBI's 10 Most Wanted list. The committee surveys the most dangerous crimes and the period of time that the criminal has evaded arrest. For the fugitives to appear on the top 10 list, they must fit a specific criteria. First, is this person a serious danger to society? Are they violent, armed, or have a history of serious criminal behavior? Second, would the publicity offered by the list provide a much better chance of catching this person? The list is intended to provide tremendous publicity to aid in catching a fugitive who might otherwise remain obscure and unrecognizable. The FBI has caught or located 488 of the 523 fugitives on the 10 most wanted list, and 162 of those were of a direct result of citizen cooperation. Alexis Flores is originally from Honduras and was born in 1975. You will see on his flyer on the FBI most wanted page that he has a couple dates of birth. I'm not sure why that is exactly, but he was officially born in 1975. In July of 2000, Flores had been homeless in Huntington Park, Philadelphia. He was kind of a drifter, but he was able to find a home and some work through a local there. His name was Jorge Contreras, and he was going by the name Carlos at this time. So he was living with Jorge and doing a little extra work, and Jorge would give him some food. He'd lend him his clothes, give him a place to stay, that sort of thing. So on July 29th, In 2000, five-year-old Iriana DeJesus was reported missing, and her body was found five days later in the basement of the apartment building that Flores was staying at. And there had been reports that on the night Irania disappeared that she had been seen walking with a Hispanic male. Irania had been sexually assaulted, strangled, and then she had been wrapped in a trash bag. And there was a bloody t-shirt that was found nearby her body. Police started canvassing the area and talking to people around to see if they knew anything. And Jorge Contreras, the person that Flores had been staying with, recognized the t-shirt as one of his own, actually, and said it was one that he had lended to Flores. And coincidentally, Flores had not been seen and had taken off. And this happened, the last time he had been seen was the night that Irania disappeared. So police made a sketch of Alexis Flores and they actually showcased him on one of the episodes of America's Most Wanted in 2000, trying to find him and figure out if he was responsible for Irania's death. So we hear nothing of Alexis Flores until 2004, 
when he was arrested in Arizona on charges for possession of a forgery device. He'd actually been in the U.S. illegally, and after he was found, he was sent back to Honduras, and they took samples of his DNA to put on file, which those samples got uploaded two years later in 2006 into the combined DNA index system, and that's when they were able to match the samples from Alexis Flores to some type of evidence, DNA evidence that had been collected at Irania de Jesus's crime scene. And they officially said that they believed Alexis Flores was responsible for her death. So seven years later in 2007, Alexis Flores was officially announced as being wanted by the FBI for the kidnapping and murder of Irania. And it's thought that Flores is likely in Honduras, but he also has ties to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Phoenix, Arizona, and Schaumburg, Illinois. These are all places that he had lived during his time in the U.S., so it is possible that he has made his way back to the U.S. and is somewhere in these areas. He had lived as a drifter and was homeless when he was here originally, so that is possible as well. And his dates of birth that have been used, I'm going to say all of them just in case that somehow would connect him if somebody did know something. The first one is July 18th, 1975. The second one is July 18th, 1982. September 15th, 1980. And July 17th, 1982. I'm not sure what that September one is doing in there, but it's a little bit different. I did read that he looks a lot younger than he actually is. And looking at pictures of him, he doesn't look very old. He has a couple of aliases which are on his FBI 10 Most Wanted Fugitive page, which we will post on our social media. He has black hair and brown eyes. He's about 5'4" and weighs about 130 to 140 pounds. He was known to do some handyman work, and he also has scars on his forehead and right cheek. The FBI is offering a reward of up to $100,000 for information, which would lead directly to the arrest of Alexis Flores. He is suspected to be armed and dangerous, so keep that in mind. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. If you would like to support us, go to anchor.fm forward slash erica-abby. Donations to our podcast are greatly appreciated and go into making the podcast possible. If you like us, you can recommend us or give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to us on your podcast listening medium. Thank you so much.